Welcome to a brand new episode of Talloy Talk. This is Casey, and we are in episode 179. And who do I have with me today? Oh, it's it's Chris, as usual. Oh my gosh, my co-host, he's here. I am here. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeez. Don't All worry, right. Talloyites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, so... We we do have quite a bit of news to get to, guys. Um, but before we do that, uh, we actually do want to take a moment and um, kind of give a moment of silence to Chadwick Bosman and his family. Um, he passed away, I, I want to say it was last week. Uh, yeah, really just completely unexpectedly. Um, he had a battle with colon cancer. Um, they chose to keep it um, away from the public, which I do believe was the good choice, but just as a shocking surprise to to everybody um, that this talented actor passed away at, at such a young age. So uh, let's just take a moment and uh, kind of give our respects to uh, T'Challa. Okay, so, um, yeah, Chadwick Bosman, uh, I mean, not only Black Panther, but numerous other uh, amazing roles that he's done throughout the years and a real beacon of hope <laughs> in the community of geeks and, and cinema as a whole. So that was a hard one. Um, that was a hard one to deal with. So, uh, Chris, um, before we get into this news, man, what what have you been geeking out on lately? Uh, so I have acquired another video game uh, to add to my <laughs> ever ever lasting library of games I'm playing. Uh, so during my off time from Ghost of Tsushima and every other game I'm playing, I actually picked up Avengers. Uh, we had talked about the beta, oh. you know, for the last month and our thoughts on that, and so. I gave it a real world this weekend. I'm I I don't even know how many hours I played, but I'm not done yet, which is good too. I've heard things about it being short. Um, I don't know. I I thought I feel like I put as much time into it as I did Jedi Fallen Order to a certain extent. So I don't I don't want to really judge the game on length yet, but I do want to talk about a little bit about the. Uh, the numerous robot villains and feeling of like repeating boards and and different scenarios but yeah other than that um it's a pretty cool game uh i really love the story is 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 stellar it's it's amazing um yeah i really wish it was a movie and and a really great way to introduce kamala khan yeah to to the to the general public like this um and you know the 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 gameplay is a lot of fun. Um, one of my favorites is Black Widow so far. I haven't unlocked Cap yet, who I also heard is a lot of fun. Um, I thought I unlocked Thor, like he showed up and then he just disappeared, and then he's not even available for my my other missions. So it's kind of weird, but I'm having a good time. I do recommend the game. Um, it is going to have quite the online um, you know uh, part to it. So for you those of you who aren't really into that, it's not probably something you want to spend the money on right off. Right out the gate. Yeah, but um, is it worth the sixty bucks? For some people, it will be. For me, okay. it was. Okay. Okay. 
There you go. No regrets. No regrets. Um, I am geeking out on you. You bought Avengers. I bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh, one and two. Uh, for me, as a massive uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan from my youth, couldn't be more happy. Couldn't be worth more money to me. Um, I was actually having a talk with one of my friends about it. Um, he's he's another skateboarding guy and, and used to play it. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. And I was like, dude, it's not as much. I think it's like $40 as opposed to 60 And um, I go, you know that you're going to like this. It's one of the only times when you can spend... 40 60 dollars on a video game and say i know i'm going to like it <laughs> so um i've been loving it uh you know everything that i've already loved about the old tony hawk games and they've added better graphics and and more things to unlock and it just makes it more replayable so uh for me i couldn't be couldn't be happier with my purchase skid or die buddy that's it all the all the times um all right so let's get into marvel uh tv movie news uh not much um as usual (laughs) yeah you know that's the thing marvel has been real wary about releasing things and which is curious because disney has as a as an entity has no problem star Wars nonstop and, and their live action stuff is a little bit more, but, uh, Marvel, no. And, um, we do have news though, that there is plans for a silk, uh, series, right? Like an actual TV show, uh, produced by Lord and Miller. Um, so we had talked about silk and maybe being, uh, a movie, but then we also have Spider-Woman, and we know Olivia Wilde had talked about how she's going to do something in the Spider-Verse. So uh, Sony is double, tripping, tripling, quadrupling down on Spider-Man. Um, what's your thoughts on this Silk series? I I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I really, I guess in the established world of, of the Sony Spider-Verse, uh, we have Venom. So, um, <laughs> I, you I mean like know, so far? Yeah. Right. Well, you got so spider this... Gwen. If you go in, if you go into the Spider-Verse, right. But I, I don't know how those really play into the live action verse. So right. I want to kind of leave that alone because it is, is that's better than some of the MCU movies. It's probably one of the best comic book movies out there. And it so is. it's just hard. For, I don't want to even relate them to this other one that Sony's doing because um, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in it, but um, sure. Why not? Let's see what they can do um, and try to drag this out until Disney finally fully buys Spider-Man. <laughs> I, you know, Silk is fine. I'll be honest with you. I'm familiar with the character for sure, but just not in a way that it gets me excited um, at all about. Well, okay, let me let me step back a second. It doesn't get me excited for a movie. It may get me excited about a live action show because 
we have not had a Spider-Man live action show since the 60s. And for that, maybe, you know what I mean? Um, maybe, maybe this is the way to do it. So um, I'm not swearing it off other than the fact that I, you know, don't typically trust Sony ever. But uh, I just don't know enough to get me excited at this time. Yeah, I, I just feel like this character, sure, introduced her to the, the general public, fine. But right. you you optioned out a Black Cat Silver Sable movie not too long ago. Where's a Silver Sable TV show? Like, that could that would make a good TV show. Or yeah. even Black Cat Heist TV show, whatever. Like, Silk, sure, you want to use these newer characters that people are now familiar with? Okay, whatever. Yeah. But there's a lot of other things you could be doing, so... Uh, one thing I am excited about, speaking of your Avengers playthrough this weekend, is that they did release a little trailer uh, with Kate Bishop. Um, she'll be joining the Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, I love that character. I thought the trailer was really funny and um, and cute, and uh, I'm excited to to have that. I don't know how they're rolling it out. You know, I don't know if it's if it's paid DLC or. Do you get all that as a, as a, cause you bought it or how, how are they? Do you know anything about this? That's what I've heard. I've heard that the DLC is mostly free from what okay. I understand um, because they never put out a season's pass. They never did any of that. And I heard like Spider-Man's free. Um, Hawkeye is coming for free. So I think, I think they're just like, you paid for this game. We're just going to make it better as we go because a lot of these characters are, more or less just made for the the multiplayer the online um part of the game so i don't know how they're going to trade into the main mission or anything because i you know i'm not never mind no spoilers but um yeah yeah that's 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 my thought too i just think it's going to be like a little more watered down than say marvel ultimate alliance where you play as everybody in the main story but it's going to be everybody for the multiplayer definitely okay okay cool um yeah, excited to uh, see her and whoever else they decide to throw out there. Uh, let's jump over across the pond over to DC uh, news here. Uh, first thing is a bit of horrible news and really pissed me off. Um, Robert Pattinson uh, has contracted COVID. Um, we don't really know where that stands now. Um you know what to say yeah so it sucks and it, it sheds a really shitty light on on people filming movies in general uh and it's even worse because he is the star of this movie and if if he's not in it then i i don't even know so uh that that's happening and it sucks yeah especially after that trailer dropped and this yeah. it's like oh we're back on track no you're not um yeah this is it's messed up i um i have nothing to say besides it's messed up because then it's just a rabbit hole so unfortunately yeah. this is happening um i can't I, when i first heard it i was i thought it was just a crew member and then they a couple hours later i was like oh nope it's robert pattinson so yeah yeah Ugh. yeah um so and then you know not in horrible news but um we've got uh barry keegan um is going to 
uh, be in the Batman. He's cast as an officer who has ties to Jim Gordon. Um, officer Stanley Merkel. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a character. Here's the thing. I hate when they make up characters for these movies that are not in the comics. When you've got 80 years of comic books and then you decide to make a new character, um, it bothers me. So um, Barry Cohen, Kogan, Keegan is a good actor. And for that, uh, cool. Um, but do you have any thoughts on, on this? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm filming. So what's the point? Right. So what to really get excited <laughs> about? All right. Um, that's cool. All right. Why don't you take us into some Star Wars news? Well, I'm going to wrap up the DC news. How's that sound? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. There's more DC news. There's DC. good news. There's good news. All right. Sorry. All right. Um, so uh, the Waze app has added Kevin Conroy as Batman uh, as one of the voices. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that makes me want to use Waze now. Plus, it's you know, it's all crowdsourced, which is good because it's that's the most accurate, you know, out there. Versus, like, I'm not trusting all these government agencies anymore. I found like, like, I'm trying to look at my air quality here in California. You get like all these different readings from these official sites, but you look at the one that was like there was where the people could buy their own air monitor and they could put it in their house or outside their house. And then it loads it up, and it's all user based. So, that's 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 cool, man. I'm I would put Batman in my car. Yeah, that is. It, it's almost like they should have put Alfred though. But I mean, I'll I'll take Batman too. <laughs> um, I did want to. Sorry, just going back to that last story. Stanley Merkel actually is a real character created by Frank Miller, uh, and he is the uh someone who was trying to hunt down batman and he was jim Gor- gordon's partner so i guess that that is actually a significant role okay and then finally um dc fandom uh continues its experience um the multiverse this weekend uh so this one's going to be more of a focus on the tv side of things um the kids stuff uh cartoons dc animated as well so um not as many of the heavy hitters from the movie world at all but that's okay we got that last time and you can still watch those online but this one's going to be a little bit more uh younger based but we will see panels from the cw stuff um as well as uh star girl legends of tomorrow uh, all the all new Superman and Lois, uh, Black Lightning and uh, Titans and more. Yeah, this is I had I had a great time with the first round of DC fandom. I thought they did a great job. So I'm glad that they've expanded it to the second day because there are some things I really thought would be kind of overshadowed by by all the big, big news. Um, and this these smaller panels, um, I am very interested in. A couple of CW shows still and and whatnot. So and of course Titans. Uh, so, yeah, I um I will have to find some time to watch it this weekend. Definitely. That's this Saturday, nine twelve. There you go. Okay, now Chris, can you tell us a little bit about Star Wars? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, okay. So in Star Wars news, uh, we did get the High Republic preview of Yoda. Uh, 
we knew that the Jedi Master was definitely going to be in the new series. Uh, we're not really sure what role he plays uh, as of yet, but we did get some art, um, two different art pieces featuring uh, the little green guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we talked about a little bit in the Star Warriors um, group that, that we have where uh, it's fine. I hope he doesn't have a big role. I understand that he has a role at all because from outsiders trying to, to get into the publishing side of things, you kind of need a Thrawn or a Yoda or a Hera. You know what I mean? Like a recognizable character that exists outside of um, just the publishing. Like V, Mur- v Morandi, uh, who is in... Um, the uh, Phasma book, and then she is in the Batu, the Black Spire book. She is kind of getting a little bit more big, but she comes straight from publishing only. So um, it's a little bit harder for her to cross over, whereas Yoda, every single person on the planet who knows Star Wars knows Yoda, and I, and I get it. I just hope he doesn't have a big role. Yeah, another good example is the Cardinal. Um who else started in that Phasm book, moved to Galaxy's Edge and got himself well, a both, action yeah. figure. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like they're they're getting smarter than they were. Like we like go listen to our Rebels cast because yeah. my basic thing was they started strong and then they like dive bombed. So I'm looking forward to another rise and not of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> so Speaking of good Star Wars stuff, um, The Mandalorian returns with season two on October 30th. So we are very happy to know that they've nailed down a date for that. And we got some 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 images today. Nothing crazy, except maybe him on a swoop bike. That was cool as hell. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing like that blew my mind or anything. Um, but people are like, like to see the trailer now. I don't want to see a trailer. I don't care. I'll wait until October 30th. And I'll watch it. I don't want to see anything from this season. I want no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, the images could have been taken from season one outtakes. <laughs> I mean, it didn't. There was nothing crazy. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Because just like you, am I excited? Hell yeah. There's numerous Mandalorian stuff around my house. Like, of course, I'm excited. And like you, I don't need to see a trailer. I probably will watch it, but I don't need to watch it because it's one month away in my mind, even though it's a month and a little bit more. But in my mind, it's a month away and um, I can I can make it last. (laughs) Absolutely. A little delay news here. Uh, Lego the Skywalker saga. Uh, I've been looking forward to this game for a while now, but keeps getting pushed back, of course. But now it's um, been delayed until spring 2021. It seems like it's going to be the solid release for it. Uh, I can't wait because they've they've redone all the old ones, brought in the new ones. So it's going to span all nine movies. Uh, and then they also um, they did reveal the DLC that's going to be a part of it. And you, as usual, you get a bunch of uh, you know character packs, so you yeah. have a massive amount of Lego characters running around the game. Um, so some stuff that was announced is like you know the Mandalorian, the Bad Batch. Rogue One, um, hmm. um, and some other things. Uh, Solo as well. 
but if you buy the deluxe version, they just announced it. Um, but you do get a special Lego minifigure of Luke Skywalker from New Hope drinking blue milk. And he's got like <laughs> a blue milk mustache on his face. Uh, so that tempted me to almost cancel my Best Buy order, which is like the Steelbook um, Han and Carbonite. So, so close. So close. Mm, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> that is definitely hard to decide on. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm excited for this game. Um hate the delay, but you know, typically when it comes to delays on video games, I am fully understanding for it because it means like I don't get a buggy game that has to be patched 3000 times before I can even really play it. So, I'll take yep. the delay. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And then uh, finally, in Star Wars news, uh, The Sims 4 is getting a Star Wars expansion uh, based on, I guess it's um, Galaxy's Edge, right? So it's Journey to Batuu. Um, and I've, I, you know, I don't really play The Sims. I haven't played The Sims since I don't even know, early like late 90s, early 2000s, whatever it was. Um, but this is cool for you Sims people out there. Um, I did read something today where like Ray in the game can mind trick you and stuff like that. So there are some neat little mechanics in there, I'm sure. Yeah, I um, I haven't played The Sims in a really long time, but uh, it it is um, it's cool that they did that. And just like I said, as far as like uh, Vi or V Mirandi um, is front and center in that, as she should be. Um, as it's you know taking place over at Batu, so I thought that was that was cool that she is getting still more uh, cross promotions now from the books uh, to the to the video games, and um, she'll probably get a toy in no time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so let's uh, jump over to comic news. Uh, first up in DC, uh, so. When I was growing up, Robin was Tim Drake. And then when I was getting more back into comics in the mid 2000s, um, he was Red Robin. Uh, I've always liked Tim Drake as a character. He's been going as Drake uh, since the rebirth. He's never technically been Robin, I guess, in this world. So now he's going to be taking that title again now that Damien has stepped away from the role. Um, and that also Young Justice is ending. Uh, so there's a lot of factors here uh, with also with Nightwing coming back and the end of Joker War and this whole new status quo of the Batman universe after Batman 100. So um, that's cool. Uh, I, I don't know really what else to say about it, but it's just, it was always kind of weird to me the way they kind of just like skirted around Tim Drake as if, um, replacing him with Damien was like always the solid answer. Hmm. Isn't, but Tim Drake is there like in, in rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's Drake. Yeah. He, right. He's never been Robin technically though, which is thought really he was weird. red Robin. Yeah. I, yeah, but he was never Robin. So it's just so like he's Red Robin, but he's uh, not Robin. No, they gave him the name Drake, like the bird. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. Just pretty, pretty well, it just says that. like if you go and Google Red Robin DC, Tim Drake is the name that pops up on here. 
yeah he was red robin uh, like red robin run was like a while ago too so yeah was, he's all, like it was new 52 all that stuff but remember that rebirth has rebirthed the dc universe completely and so there was no there was no tim drake robin so i always thought that was weird i just when they when they reboot everything every time and then they play around with the history I don't like it as much, um, especially when they have characters like Tim Drake getting affected. So, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Okay, nope. what's next? Nope. Uh, <laughs> the next thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know what? Gotham Knights, the new video game. Tim Drake, Robin. I'm ready. That's it. Okay. That's it. Um, and it's funny that they actually made him Robin that game. So, um, next up, DC's next event is called Endless Winter. So winter is coming, blah, blah, blah. Um, so throw all those phrases into it. But um, so this a teaser has been released. Uh, it's a, it starts in December. And so it looks like there's not a whole lot of news for that. But uh, no synopsis has been released. Uh, but they wanted to make sure that we knew it was coming because uh, for some reason or another, uh, because they're all wrapped up in dark nights, heavy metal, whatever, <laughs> enjoying that. Yeah. So, from what I understand, it's this Dolores Winter slash Endless Winter is her name, who hasn't been seen since 2011. Uh, so she'll be making her appearance. Um, what does that mean, right? Like, are we going to see some some stuff with? you know mr freeze and and captain cold and is it just gonna be all their cold based characters as well i don't know but i'll probably read it because i like events (laughs) yeah i mean it's dc i'll read it the one thing i'm looking forward to in december is the batman catwoman series that has been long awaited from tom king and we got a teaser of the phantasm today so I'm that's pretty awesome. sure, yeah, that pretty sure that's going to be in the December solicitations. So looking forward to that a lot. Um, and then um, finally, uh, Dark Horse news. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology was due out in the fall originally. Uh, I'm sorry, it was due out earlier this year, uh, yeah. but now it's coming out in October. So we did talk about this previously. Um we're big fans of Neil Gaiman, especially when he plays with like the gods and tells those stories. So, um, yeah, that hits on October if anybody's interested. Um, yeah, I mean, they did the same thing with American Gods, and I bought the first couple ones of them, but I don't like it to be honest with you. The comic book adaptations of books, I just feels weird. Like Fight Club. Two was cool because it was a continuation of Fight Club, but the the actual just like we're just gonna adapt this. It just it's like why can't I just read the book? I don't know. I'm not as excited about it. Yeah, I mean, at least the options there to get people into it. You know, it's like hey, that's fine. Know, Whatever gets people into it, that that's fine with me. Yep. Cool. All right. I think it's time for uh, some commercials. Defend Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. 
focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard goddamn work making something this bitch ass look like a geek. So I must be doing it for a reason. It's you. It's always been you. And it's worth fighting. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Join me. Gutsy Media Podcast. Because movies are our life. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. And we are back from those luscious commercials, always so hot and steamy, so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, So... We love crowdsourcing. We have a little segment called Crowd Sorcery. We'll play on words. And uh, we have a big project to talk about today. Uh, we knew that we've talked about Berserker um, from Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent, and Ron Gurney. And so I had ordered, you know, the first issue, of course, uh, because it was up for pre-order. It's coming out. I think it's like October, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So, but then... Um, it popped up in Kickstarter, which is awesome because I love backing these projects. And there's been so many projects from top, top, you know, top of the line people like this um, and Scott Snyder and, and more. So it's just it's great to see this because it's just getting more content out to the readers, special collectors editions, things like that. Um, and so I thought it was a, I thought this was really cool. It's um, it's already made uh, seven hundred thousand dollars um with a goal of fifty thousand and there's still 22 days left to go um, they have nearly seven thousand people backing the project as well so this is big stuff man that's uh that's pretty impressive for a comic book yeah it's it's wild <laughs> um i bought uh the day one exclusive we both did um I got like a little bit of the extra one, I guess. Um, so whatever. I, I just, I didn't care. <laughs> it's just like, I'm, I'm excited. I already, like you said, pre-ordered issue one. Um, or did we pre-order issue one? Or did you just pre-order it? I can't remember. I think I got it for both of us. I think you I did gotta double check, yeah. <clears throat> for most things. Yeah, but um, I mean, honestly, the greater point to this is Yes, I'm excited about this Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent uh, project, uh, a graphic novel series about an immortal warrior seeking only one thing, the truth about his blood-soaked existence and how to end it. Um, and as a big uh, Ninjak fan, you know, I've liked Matt Kent for a long time with and, and all his work over at Valiant um, in other places. But... You know, this is the shift right now, and that, that's the bigger thing is that, is, you know, we're we're going to talk about it later on in the podcast about um, our own 
uh, Kickstarter, but it seems to be the way. I mean, Scott Snyder, uh, Jeff Lemire, um, Eric Larson, Todd McFarland. I mean, he did a, you know, a toy, but like these big names are now going over in doing the crowdsource thing. And they still, I mean, like this is still a boom project. Um, boom is actually the one who technically uh, put on this Kickstarter. So it's very really curious how this is working where, you know, this is for the graphic novel. Their graphic novels are paid for, <laughs> you know, let alone if it makes it to uh, Barnes and Nobles or or to your local comic book shop. You know, it's kind of crazy that like they already guaranteed that seven hundred thousand dollars worth of sales goes to this this graphic novel. And I think that's just fantastic to see that indie creators and even some of the big guys who are doing non big two projects, you know, not your Spider-Man, not your Batman are are doing their own. And, and this this is pretty awesome. That's what that's what makes me really happy. Yeah, I really hope it just I hope it changes the whole horizon, you know, moving forward. Landscape, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just like there's so many projects out there and this this time was great for people um to get creative and and really buckle down and do the work. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's coming. Uh I think that we'll see more and more of this as as time goes by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's go over to TV news. Um, the Stand, you guys remember The Stand? Which yeah, it's ex- happening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the miniseries um, is back in a reboot miniseries. Um, and it's coming out um, as a limited series adaptation on December 17th to CBS uh, All Access. So uh, we'll see... Um, what that's going to be like. It's starring James Martin. You've got Whoopi Goldberg in there. You've got um, Amber Heard, uh, Greg Kinnear. You know, you got a lot of people in this, and um, it should be interesting to see uh, what that's going to be like. What are your thoughts? Did you watch the old one, and do you care about this new one? Yeah. Um, I like the old one. I, I would like to see a more updated version of it. Um, Stephen King fan. So, you know, I, I also pay for CBS All Access, so I'm glad to see these things, you know, more things being added. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'm there. It's my birthday. So, <laughs> so then you got to go. <laughs> got to watch it that day. Got to do it. Um, all right. Primal uh, was a, it's kind of like a new sliders <laughs> in a way. But right, there was like a dinosaur in that show. The 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 Gendy one. <laughs> no, that's is what that this, what is. this is. Yeah, this is the Gendy um, Chatoski or whatever his last name. Oh is. man, you gotta right. give me a link in here then. You know, what uh, I, was, I was thinking of a we, different live action show. I, uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, the the Gendy cartoon. <laughs> of the same name um, <laughs> is is coming back with five new episodes in October. So less than a month away uh, from the time that we're recording this um, about a man, well, caveman and his dinosaur friend. First season, phenomenal, got nominated for numerous awards and 
And yeah. Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> of course. I put okay. it on. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know why my mind went to that British show, but it's whatever. Right. <laughs> um, if you guys were a fan of Altered Carbon, sorry, it's canceled. <laughs> That's a yeah, great way to put it. Um, yeah, it's 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 very upsetting. I I thought it was, I thought they were doing a great thing. They put that movie out. They got some real names attached to the TV show. I heard the second season sucked. Yeah, I never finished it. Yeah, well, just, there you go. It's because yeah, of you, all right? All right. So usually, I say that is my fault. Normally, shows do get canceled when I don't watch them. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I you know. It's 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 too bad because I do love that that cyberpunk world. Um, I don't have to see more stuff from that, but unfortunately, this is not the way. Yeah, uh, you know, Netflix works with a certain algorithm, and if it doesn't operate on that, and and honestly, I think like if it gets enough bad reviews, they they chop it because Sabrina is also chopped in their last season. People hated it. So I think they just go, why spend the money when we have so many other things in the pipeline, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But that's that's what I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I also wonder if it had to do with the the, the slowdown with everything. Uh, maybe they were making decisions before Netflix picked up again, you know, because Netflix is, is booming now, you know, and, and with the pandemic and everything. And it was right before, as we mentioned they were kind of like, eh, we're not really sure what's happening here. They were losing stock and all that stuff and all these other streaming services were launching. But Netflix is, uh, has established itself back on top again. So let's, uh, like you said, there's a lot of stuff in the pipeline, including um, um, our whole Millar world that we have no idea what's happening with. But <laughs> let's, uh, let's get on that. Let's get on that, Netflix. Is that even um yeah yeah all right so moving along uh resident evil um this is a little bit older news but we did get some details about the plot of the tv series um specifically about uh if you are familiar with the series about wesker's uh daughters and um there's that side of things. And at the same time, they discover that their father basically uh, has enough secrets to destroy the world. And then it also goes a like 10 years in the future and shows you what happens when the world is destroyed. So personally, as a fan of the Resident Evil games and movies, I actually kind of think this is cool. What did I mean, you think about this? I'm in 100. percent I um, I even like I even like the Resident Evil movies that a lot of people have issues with. Um, but I just don't care. You know, it's like you give me some fun content, you give me some horror. Mm-hmm. It's Resident Evil because at the core of it, that's the story. And this this it's been world building forever. So the more they add to it. Whatever, man, I'll I'll take it. Especially this, especially this. Yeah, um, I think it's a cool idea, uh, especially with the shifting timelines. Um, something that Dark does really well on Netflix. Something that The Witcher uh, played around with on Netflix. So um, interesting way to do it. 
and I will uh, be interested to see how that turns out. Um, so this is going back a little bit for me. My very first DVD of all time was Michael Crichton's Sphere. Um, my grandma, you know, got me a DVD player for Christmas, and she knew I like sci-fi, but didn't know anything about sci-fi and got me this uh as as a gift um so the movie i remember being it okay uh okay um but they are going to give this uh novel slash movie a tv show for hbl yeah uh growing up i was a huge i am a huge michael Crichton fan i read a lot of his books this uh sphere included i remember not being happy with the movie yeah uh it's it most of his movies stands rising sun is a decent adaptation i i feel <laughs> uh jurassic park is a good one um but but some, it's not right exactly that's <laughs> like Jurassic Park's a great movie but they don't adapt it correctly yeah um but there's worse ones that they did too so um, that are much better, like Congo. Congo was Congo. a great book. Oh my gosh! Yep. And that movie is just—I can't do it. Um, yep. The time travel one, where they go back to the medieval times. Great book. Um, yeah, poopy movie. Paul Walker is in the movie. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so, I—I <laughs> I, I am like page to screen. Always lost in transla- translation. A lot, not always, but a lot of time it is. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. The, now we can make these great TV shows that are like movies. Um, I'm going to say like Raised by Wolves is a perfect example of, of movie quality on TV right now. And so the more you can do that, that's how you adapt books. Because you can do the long, you can do the slow burn, you can do the long run. And that's where we're really going to get things fleshed out unless it's Game of Thrones. Um, but I will uh, match you on the first DVD I ever got, and that was Wishmaster. Wishmaster? Awesome I got it good. from Seavage. Yeah, it's a good, good movie. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, as far as Sphere goes, uh, sure, check it out on, on HBO. Uh, you just mentioned Raised by Wolves. Uh, Redley Scott, you know, that just came out recently. Yeah, so he, he directed the first two episodes. Yeah. And you can, you can tell. You can uh, tell. Third episode's great, but it's like... And they're like limited series, but it's a full season of TV. So I was like, oh, it's only three, four episodes, but it's really 10, you know, like HBO style. So or I'm even excited. like uh, Sherlock, mm-hmm. or, you know, the show's fucking amazing. Um, all right, let's move on. Animated X-Files uh, spinoff is coming uh, from Fox, which means it should last about a season. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. What do, what do you think about this? To me, it sounds stupid, and I, I, you know, I don't watch cable as it is, so it, I don't, I don't know if I give it crap. So this is in the like in light of say like Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be more of a comedy thing. Uh, I did watch first episode of that the other day, which I I liked. I want to watch more of it. Um, so, I mean, they tried the serious side and they failed. You know, for a couple of seasons, might as well just go and try something different. I love the X Files. I do. Um, I just I don't know if it's run its course completely. You know, so 
we'll see. Um, I'd like to have some laughs. I think that um, there will be some good ones based off of the old X-Files show. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I really care, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Um, so I, I don't know how all these things work, but Sony has the rights to the boys as well as Cobra Kai. And um, we, we talk about it a lot about how Netflix um, doesn't do that good with merchandising sans Stranger Things. And maybe The Witcher, they're going to do a little bit more. We've talked about it, they're going to do a little bit more, but Sony is going to be marketing the hell out of the boys and Cobra Kai coming up. Uh, Cobra Kai specifically is going to get a video game, um, but they're both going to get Funko Pops and T-shirts and mugs and lunchboxes and everything else in between. And for that... Um, good on sony because you know we're huge playstation fans i don't hate sony's everything but the movie department <laughs> sony as a company completely fine with <laughs> just their their movie side so anything that you want to see uh marketing wise from them um i mean everything they've talked about so far is pretty awesome uh so hell i i don't know i mean I just I would like some um, some NECA cloth cloth figures from Cobra Kai. I do have the original ones, like from mm -hmm. Karate Kid. So I love that line. I love NECA's eight inch, seven eight inch, whatever it is, cloth cloth uh, action figure lines. So I would love to see some more of that from them. Um, I know that NECA also got the boys. Well, I'm going to talk about this all later. So let's not even get into that. But um, if you want to see what's kind of being pushed right now and read about the articles, I did put both of the uh, the boys and the Cobra Kai ones out on Don't Forget a Towel, so you can kind of read into that more if you're interested. Um, but you're right. Uh, I think that they're getting smart, uh, that the world of the collectible is bigger than ever right now. And so yeah. everybody, there's something for everybody out there. And so we have very kind of specific collecting habits um, as as geeks, but um that you know jane next door could be like obsessed with something totally different and want you know how do you feed your fandom that's that's it and it's up to these companies like you said to do that um and to really keep keep the spirit alive for these shows because the more merchandising the more money you make the more money the producers and the big the big companies are gonna be like yeah let's just keep this going as long as we can yeah yeah, we'll see uh, how it turns out for them, and, and hopefully it, it does turn out well for them, um, especially since Cobra Kai this past weekend just dropped on Netflix. So that's going to get more play than it ever did on, on YouTube. I had friends texting me and being like, oh, did you watch Cobra Kai? And I'm like, I watched it two years ago, loser. Um, but anyway, all right, so. Never dies. Yeah, yeah it never dies. Uh, next in, uh, is Benioff and Weiss, uh, the Game of Thrones people. They're going to be adapting the sci-fi epic three-body problem for Netflix. Um, this is a you know sci-fi trilogy. Um, here's the thing about this situation. Sure, sure they are. You know, like is this what they were working on instead of Star Wars? Like, is this the is this the thing? 
that they're if that they're doing or is this just like one of those things that gets you know announced like James Wan is doing this thousandth thing you know so to me sure maybe <laughs> this is happening i don't know yeah i mean i would i bet a lot of things are being optioned now like we talked yeah. about how how big the how important streaming services are right now um you know it's funny i was just reading about like how movies are being released in the theaters and it's like since there's not a lot they're actually like one movie will be in multiple theaters so you're having like this plus a lot of people can't go to one theater so it's like there this is the option now the main option is sitting at, on your couch and watching things so like we've been saying um but who knows because like you have the batman trying to film and then the star gets covid so right how realistic is it that any of these shows will be you know happening six months eight months down the road if nothing changes right so I don't know. I don't know how to really feel about this stuff. I've never even heard of this. So I'm not going to really put it like write it off or anything. I'm, I'm always interested in more sci-fi, but I, um, I'm always, I'm going to be very skeptical now about, um, what's actually going to be produced. Yeah. Just like you said, um, it's really hard to get excited about these things when everything's changing in this world. Um, and sure, maybe <laughs> we'll we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, let's jump over to movie news. Uh, Kelly, Mature, yeah, Kelly Marie Tran, or Rose Tycho, uh, as she sometimes is known, as cast as the lead in Disney's Raya and Last Dragon. Um, this is a animated movie uh, that is currently set to hit theaters in March of next year. Um, it's supposed to be Disney's next big animated film um good for her <laughs> yeah absolutely um absolutely and this is you know the more an we're gonna get a lot more animation it's that much easier to do um now that you can lock people's voices down easy things like that so yeah whatever man um disney's disney's keeping their slate moving at least uh, so, you know, with the release of Mulan this past weekend, if nothing changes, you know, Black Widow is going to get, it's probably going to get dropped for 30 bucks, you know? So as much as they want to say, it's not going to happen. They got to start really thinking about this stuff. So, well, so I'll go off a little bit of a tangent. Tenet came out this week in theaters. It made $20 million, um, which Where? is in theaters overseas right no here in, in here yeah in america it's good um yeah friends who watched it so yeah 20 million dollars obviously on a normal opening weekend for a christopher nolan film is garbage um it should have made at least 50 but given the time of covid it's probably as good as it's gonna be because it hasn't there literally has not been a movie since march you know, six months. So um, Mulan came out this weekend as well. And Disney was up, I want to say, 68% in in movie watching because of Mulan specifically. And the same sort of thing happened when Hamilton dropped and it was like 
78% or something ridiculous, though that was free. So I don't know what the numbers are. They haven't released them yet as far as like how much Mulan made over this past weekend, but let's just say it was, jeez. Oh, let's just say really low, like $5 million <laughs> that they made. You know what I mean? Like, is that enough <laughs> on a $130 million black widow or, or more, you know? So it's just like, <sighs> I don't know, man, you got to hybrid it. You got to stop. You got to stop messing around and you got to say 30 bucks at home or go to the theater. Let's do it both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, don't know what what the future is going to look like. Uh, March next year seems like a safe time for the Kelly Marie Tran movie. Um, but who knows? Uh, anyway, next up, uh, announcement of a new movie called Sixty Five, a new sci-fi thriller um, from the writers of Quiet Place uh, and the producer Sam Raimi. Um, which is supposed to be starring Adam Driver. Uh, here's the thing. I've been saying this for a while. I just am not excited about anything as far as, a, as far as announcement dates and everything else. Like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I think was supposed to be 2021. Now that's going to be 2022. You know what I mean? Like, sure, you announce these movies and it's a sci-fi thriller and like that might be cool but i i sure <laughs> yeah no comment i was i was wondering i know we took the i know we don't want to talk about the release dates but do they make any solid dates for the disney plus shows yet say that again were there any solid dates for the disney plus shows no just that's mandalorian <laughs> yeah like we're like the marvel disney plus shows i thought like falcon winter soldier was pretty much good to go but that keeps getting pushed. WandaVision's pushed. So it's like... And those are things that are probably filmed. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think... I think Winter Soldier is supposed to come out in October. Well, That's all gone. So, um, so, yeah. We'll give you more news as it comes out about this project. But in the meantime, what happened in the video game world, Chris? That's right. the The only world that's that's keeping us afloat it's still is, going. It is. It's still going strong. stronger than ever. I would say. Um, first up, a little um, little tabletop news, little card game uh, called Magic: The Gathering. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, they've announced the uh, Dungeons and Dragons set for 2021. This is a nice uh, little crossover. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, it's going to be called Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, and it's the official crossover. Uh, very few details are in uh, available right now, but um, it'll be released as a um, in the, as a, a core set, and then um, and then hopefully uh, we'll get some more crossovers, maybe Magic Gathering into D and D. So we'll see. We'll see if we can get any Magic Gathering source books for D and D. Yeah, I thought this is cool. Um, Magic the Gathering's been going on for a long time. I mean, D&D's been going on for 40 years. Magic's probably been going on at least 20. You know what I mean? So it's, um, and Wizards of the Coast owns both at this point. So uh, this makes... And what? And then Hasbro owns them. Does it? Yeah. Owns Wizards of the Coast? 
I didn't realize that. Well, so yeah, um, it makes sense. And uh, like you said, we'll probably see some more cross promoting in the future. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, we were just seeing talking about the Witcher, and here is a really good example. Um, there. So the Witcher did get announced as the Witcher 3 is going to get a re-release on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, whatever it is. Um, so it's going to get a revamp of the graphics, uh, which will be awesome because that game is still playable today as a 2015 game. And it, it's awesome. So that's cool. But it's also going to get an AR game called Monster Slayer. And um, so I don't know, have you ever gotten into any AR games like Pokemon Go or Harry Potter, anything like that? For like two seconds. Yeah. So me too. Um, so the cool thing here is that um, it's going to be kind of like um, set up like Pokemon Go, but you'll be out slaying monsters as a witcher. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean... It, what I liked about Pokemon Go is just the getting out and walking and having that you know mechanic added into it really. Um, and then they did more Pokemon Home, you know, because of COVID. But really, there's no reason why people can't take walks. Um, so get people out of their house during this time. If you're a Witcher fan, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, announced today. Uh, Breath of Wild 2, no, just joking. Breath of Wild 2 is a long way off still. <laughs> um, but we are getting a Breath of Wild prequel called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which will t- tell the tale of what happened 100 years prior to Breath of the Wild. Um, and this is this is in the same light as, I believe it was Hyrule Warriors before. Yeah. Um, it's it's more of a... Um, hack you know, and it's slash. More of a, right, hack and slash battle game, which is fine for me. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, I um, well, you know, it's curious that it's in the Breath of the Wild world ish, I guess. So, um, they showed a lot of just Breath of the Wild stuff <laughs> in the trailer, and none of the Hyrule Warrior stuff. So, I don't know. Um, but I never got around to Hyrule Warriors, so I I can't say if I'm excited or not. Um, other than the fact that I love you know Zelda in general. Exactly. So, whatever comes out um, November, right? So yeah. That's that's a fast track game for the holiday season. Speaking of the holiday season, the console wars are coming, and um, today Microsoft has confirmed pricing and release date for Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X, right? So. This is what's interesting about this is that they've basically set the precedent for PlayStation, who's been dragging their heels. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, <laughs> it has been released. Uh, it's been revealed that the Series S, which will be a scaled-down version with less graphics and blah blah blah, for two ninety-nine. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I mean, it must be better than the current Xbox, right? It is right. So that's 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 crazy because usually the po- the pre generation uh, console will be about that price after 
after the you know 199 299 depending so that is a that is a bold move um while the the x is going to be upwards of 499 um and both will launch on november 10th so just in time for you xbox fans to get in on it and get your holiday bundles and whatnot yeah this is a real gauntlet <laughs> to be honest with you um you and i are diehard playstation fans and and we will continue to be regardless of this but because of the because of the games because of the the sony exclusive games that's where they win but to be honest with you i don't know what playstation's gonna do because you've been talking about getting the digital version of it i don't think it's gonna be three hundred dollars I, I i i don't know if they would be able to compete with this they they're not going to the digital version of the ps5 is the ps5 the xbox at 299 is a watered down xbox x so you're losing a lot of stuff in that you know in that process so that I mean if you want to pay that much money for a watered down x or pay extra 200 dollars for the actual system that's up to you but me I will still pay an extra $100, $150 more than that Xbox for PlayStation 5 because, like you said, the games are more are superior. They are superior. I'll say that. It's a bold statement, but you can't convince me otherwise. Um, and I've, I haven't been an Xbox fan since Knights of the Republic. So it has never really done anything to really be like, oh, yeah, I should buy an Xbox. I always yeah. buy a PlayStation, and then I buy a Nintendo. That's what I do because they they both do think they they've they've they both do enough separately as a system that i like both so i'm not yeah. two two of the same next gen console it doesn't make any sense to me the pricing doesn't even it doesn't even affect me it just makes me wonder what's going to happen with playstation that's all. yeah and that's what everyone's kind of now waiting today like the biggest thing on twitter was you know what's what are you going to do sony to me um i will say be- because of what they announced with the S and the X, oh my God, they're horrible naming conventions. Um, I kind of want that digital version for that for that three hundred dollars because there are a couple games that I do want to play. I don't need to own the physical copies, and I don't care about the teraflop four versus twelve. Yes, three times faster. Like that's insane. I'm I'm sure like on an X. Even Sony can't compete with that. But that being said, like, you know, Forza, Gears, Halo, I wouldn't mind playing some of those games. Um, It's just going to be curious to see uh, what, you know, PS5, I guess we can just talk about it now. PS5 is going to announce their stuff later on this week. They already said it. Um, I don't know when it's going to come. Might come tomorrow. We're recording this on the 8th. They might drop some stuff on the ninth just to say, okay, buy it. Yeah, that's it's it's happening this week. It has to oh, happen. There's no way it's Xbox, not happening this week. Yeah. yeah. Xbox has already showed its hand. Yep. Um but I mean you make a good point. Um but even those games you mentioned, I'm just like, I don't care. Um and it'd be nice if like the Xbox is fully backwards compatible, right? So I mean you can go back Well Xbox that's the other thing no? is that they give you they give you their game pass for free with it. No no no, they give you that 
and Game Pass. Oh, right, is, right, right, right. Like so, PlayStation Plus, not Plus, um, Now, whatever it is. Yes. So not only do you get the gold, which is PlayStation Plus, for I don't know how long, like three months or whatever, but you also get the now so you get all of those old games for free <laughs> to download because it's a download only so that that rate there is worth quite a quite a bit of money to to knock off the price of a of a 299 yeah i mean i can justify that purchase absolutely um but when you get up to like the price of like 500 bucks another 100 bucks for me to buy a PlayStation doesn't matter. So that's that right there. I'm just not, I'm not an Xbox person. I'm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it. like, here's the thing, but no, you're right. Yes. I was going to say you're right. And also that Xbox gets a lot of these indies that other, um, that are Xbox studios, you know, so they do oh, get, yeah. they do um, worry. We're not going to play it right. for how long. Right. Maybe Jeez. never, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. it's going to be a few years. Unfortunately, we love that game. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll see uh, what what PlayStation does, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. What time is it, man? It's it's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts, we are back, and it's time to pursue some plastic. So let's talk a little bit about McFarland toys. Uh, first up, they announced a platinum, a platinum edition <laughs> chase uh, series, and so that's going to be. He's doing. It's funny. He's been doing these chases since the beginning, um, and so there'll be like different colors of the figures or whatever. So natural, natural progression of action figures and collectibles. But this is an entire line where he's going to take certain characters from the different ones, um, and the first one being Arkham Asylum Joker. And it's called the Bronze Edition, um, and so they're going to be um, very uh, low production. Like the like the Joker, for example, is three thousand pieces worldwide, um, and it's going to be randomly packed into DC Multiverse cases, shipping um, soon. So it's kind of wild uh, when you think about that. Uh, he does create some great incentives. Uh, a lot of the his regular line, he's been creating kind of a chase idea of variants and build of figures and different things like that. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's come out really strong with his figures uh, in 2020 and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what's next. Yeah. I, um, that was cool. You get the uh, Joker uh, Arkham Asylum figure <laughs> in bronze, I guess, um, which I thought was kind of a cool concept. I would never get it like that because that's stupid to me. But <laughs> if you're into chasing figures, great. I want the purple and the green and everything else. I don't want it in bronze. That's a dumb idea. But, you know, some people are going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you on that one. It's just it's tough for me because I'm always <laughs> like, I think he's. I think it's smart because there are people who are like, I need to go out there and get everyone. And it just buys... It just pays right into that, you know, it's like plays right yep. into that whole that whole collector mentality. And um, as long as he keeps his figures, his regular figures available, you know, to the regular collector, I'm fine with whatever he wants to do on that scale. Yeah. Um, spe- speaking of that, uh, the latest 
Dark Knight's Metal um, figure was uh, put on pre-sale. Uh, it's the Flash and the Red Death two-pack. It is on Amazon right now for pre-order. Uh, so if you guys are collecting that like I am, uh, head on over there and uh, pick it up before it sells out because they will. Yeah, that was one of those things where um, I was excited. You know, 40 bucks uh, for both of those figures and they look amazing. And um, we've been fighting about them being uh, Walmart exclusive. So see them pop up on Amazon. That's awesome. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they'll get a wider release. That's kind of my thing with it. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, we have one figure left in the in the Batman Evil Batman uh, lineup, so we'll see when the uh, the drown shows up. <laughs> uh, I always want to call call it the one from the boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're about to talk about the boys. Have you have you started season two yet? You know, I haven't yet. I I will though soon. I watched all three episodes this weekend, and I enjoyed it. So I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. amazing. They were great. Um, but NECA, as I mentioned earlier, when we we're talking about the merchandising, uh, they have the license to produce uh, swag and collectibles and whatever they're going to make for the boys. So you know, across all their lines. Many different options, so I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to come up with. Yeah, that was another uh, cool little license there. Um, I'm I'm on the fence, you know. I guess I'm glad it will be NECA because we'll get some soft goods and the price point won't be too high. I'm sad that it's NECA because I'll never get my hands on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know? only, if, only if they're exclusive. That's it, That's buddy. You know, I just... I, I want them. That's it. I just, it's, I need a Carl Urban toy outside of my um, Dr. Bones from Star Trek. So, yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, They Live, uh, one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. Uh, so, it's getting a special uh, 4K release from Scream Factory, Shout Factory. Uh, and as usual, they've teamed up with NECA. And um, they're going to be releasing one of those seven, eight inch, whatever they are, clothed figures of um, Keith David's Frank from the movie. Um, it's funny because um, Nada is due out really soon. I think it was due out this month, but now it's November. Um, I actually have that one on pre-order. I, I don't I didn't get the aliens for some reason. Um, so I got to hunt those down at some point. But because um, I've been getting those since since uh, Snake and. And Michael Myers and um, the Captain from the Fog, and yeah. Whatnot. So I love those. I love those figures. So that's how I get my uh, my John Carpenter collectible fix. And uh, you can actually order the figure by itself on Shout Factory's uh, website for forty bucks. So that's it's a little bit more than usual, but I've I've seen the increase of action figures go up by five bucks across the board. So I'm not surprised. No, and honestly, if you, not that I'm encouraging it, but if you bought this figure and you intended to flip it, geez, you're going to make your money back in two seconds. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just a little news here. Uh, 
a lot of virtual cons going on uh, with what's happening. And so Hasbro Pulse is going to be doing their own convention uh, September 25th and the 26th. So if you're a Hasbro fan, um, I dibble and dabble with Hasbro, uh, depending on what they make, because I know most of the time if they make a like certain Star Wars characters are not going to be made into a Bandai or I don't want to spend uh, money for the hot toy. I'll get the uh, the six inch. So, um, yeah, whatever. I mean, Hasbro Hasbro has been kind of kicking ass. They have a great face technology now. Well, they've been they've had it, but they uh, they've been using it better. Um, Hasbro Pulse and also the 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 online club where you can get all these crazy figures crowdsourcing. I thought was a good idea too. So yeah, I'm not gonna badmouth Hasbro. I just don't like these huge corporate toy companies making decisions and doing exclusives and not putting the toys in the collector's hands. That's it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But uh, I'll I'll tune into um, PulseCon and see what G.I. Joe stuff and all that fun stuff they decide to reveal. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, it's time, you know, because I was I just saw they put the Red Ninja up on Entertainment Earth and I was like, oh, I wonder if the rest of them, these exclusive ones, are are going out. I looked for Baroness and still not there. Baroness is not. Red Ninja is on Amazon. I actually, literally, while we've been on this cast, just bought it. Oh, the Red Ninja <laughs> was like the Storm Shadow with the the Winter one. Uh, yeah, those are both on Amazon right now. No, no, no. I know the Storm Shadow was originally a um, was a was a um was just Amazon exclusive. What was the Target ones? The Snake Island? Are those still only Target exclusives? Yeah. Okay. So the Red Ninja was not part of that. Yeah, and it's it means $30, which is BS. So It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to end up on a high note. Don't so. worry. In stock March 25th, 2021. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry at all. <laughs> uh, then, the only thing you have to worry about is how they package it from Amazon. <laughs> Unless you're yeah. open, you're good. Um, finally, today, Four Horsemen, Mythic Legions, uh, they had this special um, Equidron uh, figure, like their ogre scale. It was a horse with like a cool mask that's very much like their. It is their logo. So they did that as their 20th anniversary pack with the shirts and pins uh, not too long ago. But now they're going to release the figure, um, but with a different uh, paint job, um, a little bit darker with a gold mask. It's very cool looking, um, called the Shadow Equidron. I can't say it right, but um, yeah. you can pre-order that now, um, and that's uh, that's 60 bucks, and that's like 10-inch scale, I think, or 10-inch figure. Yeah, it's um, it's bonkers. <laughs> the the sculpting on the thing is just incredible. The sculpting and the articulation, articulation, hands down, some of the best ever in the biz. And like that's what you're paying for. Yep. Yep. And it's an IP. So all yeah. the power to it. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's the end of the show. But we do want to talk a little bit about our project that's coming soon. So uh, why don't you... Uh, Give us the spiel, buddy. So, coming up on September 24th, 
uh, will be the next DFAT Comics uh, exclusive comic, which is The Pursuit of Plastic. Uh, this is a comic book that Chris and I both wrote. Um, we've been teasing it for a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah, we've we've gone through a couple artists and we landed on RJ Silvers, uh, which we will, um, you know, he's going to be in the Kickstarter page and all that stuff. We're we're doing some teasing uh of the full image which will be released on september 10th so i'm not sure when this episode's going to come out but um you'll get to see the full uh cover image which is an homage to toy story and then um the kickstarter itself like i said launches on the 24th um it's really a comic book which is an all ages comic uh good for the whole family Something that Chris and I both love, in case you didn't just hear the last segment, which is about toy hunting and about two friends who um, have to go to different toy worlds, uh, He-Man world, Lego world, Barbie world, etc., and uh, stop in an evil uh, toy, I don't know, Overlord. Evil Overlord. Yeah. You know, it's very 80s. It's very um, homage to Saturday morning cartoons and uh, what you knew growing up and um, this kind of fun space uh, adventure. So I would say uh, Star Wars meets, um, I don't know, what did I say in there? Star Wars meets Saturday morning cartoons, Starship Troopers. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Uh, but really, guys, um, it's, it, you know, a lot of you guys just backed uh, Hollowed, and I appreciate that. All those rewards went out. So we've got Pursuit of Plastic. Um, I will talk about the other one that's coming out literally when Pursuit of Plastic ends. But uh, DFAT Comics going strong uh, this year, 2020. And um, we hope to see you guys. Uh, for the Kickstarter on the 24th of September. Absolutely. And we're very, uh, we're very excited and uh, can't wait to bring all that great geekly goodness to you. Uh, so you can check us out on don't forget a towel.com yeah. uh, is the home of DFAT comics and our, our podcast network. Uh, so we have a couple shows. We have towel, I talk and star warriors. Uh, and we also host gutsy media yeah. Uh, so we were just on uh, the season finale of that, which will be a little bit down the road, but we had a good time with Bob on that. So check out those shows. Check out DFAT Comics. Get ready for the pursuit of plastic and uh, follow us on social media. Absolutely. We have been doing this for almost five years now. It'll be five years of podcasting in December and eight years of running Don't Forget a Towel.com. Um, so we thank all of you guys for tuning into the podcast. Um, we've had a big uptick in downloads lately. I'm assuming it's because of <laughs> the pandemic or you just love our voices. I don't know. Either one. I don't care. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for going to the website. Uh, those those hits have been up as well. And um, if you have any feedback, I think Chris said, like, email us. Don't forget to tell one uh, gmail.com. We'd be happy to hear from you. And um, this is Casey saying, go, go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel. <laughs>